Good evening, everybody. Paul? Hey, yes, yes. Uh, everyone who was here last night should go now. <laughs> you already got the message. You don't need to throw a log in this quickly. It has its own ability to burn. You don't have much to do with it. Yeah, so for people who haven't been here, most people have heard zenbitchlap.com. No? Yes? Yeah? Yes. Not, you know? All right, so I'm going to give you a couple of the words we use a lot, a little glossary of terms. So, Selfing is a big word we use. And selfing is really all the processes that reinforce a mental activity called, and try to follow this because it may trigger you seeing something that you may be looking from right now. You may be able to see it suddenly instead of looking from it. So, selfing is, is all the processes that are being used to reinforce this activity called the act of being identified as a self. Yeah, so it sounds like the act of being identified is the verb, and then there's a noun called the self, but it's just a verb completely. So there's never going to be a self, but the mental process is in the act of being identified as a self. You see? It's beautiful, really. Because let's say if there's running, there can be stop running, yes? But if there's only you, it'll just keep being youing, yes? But in fact, if what you are not is an activity, and you are not an activity, there's a great solution available in that. Because if what you're not, what you are, stops participating in what you're not, what you're not will be seen through quite easily. Yeah? You will see it as not you. Yeah? So this act of being identified as a self is a complete verb. And selfing is all those activities. And so what selfing does, it's a movement of the mental state, and you would say its first movement and only movement is the claim. Yeah? So what it claims is brought up to it by conscious contact, and yet that it will claim it, and it will even claim conscious contact and, and tell the story that you are the one who's con in conscious contact. Yes? So it will neuter the event, because conscious contact, if you were awake to that right now, there would be an immunity to what's not happening. Yeah? Thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow would have no place to land. Yeah. Yeah, you would be engaged, and in that engagement, you would see all the activity of what's not happening is just a pure interpretation. It has nothing to do with what's going on. But if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. This is the dilemma. And most people in spirituality are looking from what's not happening. So when they hear about the truth, they're hearing about it from the false reference. That's not going to do you any good. Yeah, because all you can do then is take the meaning of the truth that your mental state is going to give you. It's going to be conceptual, it's going to be empty. You may believe it, you may have an understanding of it, but it won't be a sense-felt, present uh, event. Yeah? There will be no like life and blood in it. There won't be... It was, it's like non-dual Pharisees. They know the letter of the law. They never say I or me and da 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 da. da. But they're dry. They don't have any sense of it, yeah, of a spirit. And spirit is sloppy. 
it's very very sloppy and it's also very very inclusive yeah so this selfing arises based on conscious contact and then will actually claim the conscious contact once it claims the conscious contact it neuters it so now you be you believe you're conscious and therefore you never really sense being conscious you don't sense the onness because you call it you yeah this is how the claiming neuters the event so the selfing uses thoughts and feelings and actions to imply the doer, the thinker, the feeler. That's as simple as that. Yeah. And so if you have 5,000 thoughts a day, every one of those thoughts are being used to point to the thinker or the thought about, either way. Yeah. This is how the bondage occurs. It can never actually occur because you cannot be a thing. Yeah nor a mental idea, but you can seem to be a thing. Yeah. And by the amount of, of implying and assuming and reinforcing and identification, it will seem to be true, to what's true. So you are truth, yes? But you can lend truth to things through identification as a thing, basically. Yeah. So, this is the dilemma I ran into when I heard these messages. Because it was great news to hear I wasn't a body. But I heard the message I wasn't a body as a body. Yeah? If you weren't a body, would you need to hear the message you're not a body? <laughs> Obviously, you're quite clear, clear you're not a body. You don't need to be told you're not a body if you're not a body. Yeah? So the idea of saying you're not a body and it being heard as a body doesn't go anywhere. You can chant and fucking affirm every day, I'm not the thinker, but that's a thought. Yeah. So you can't get out of it if you believe you're in it. This is the whole point. If this, does, if this isn't seen, you're truly going to be looking from it. You're going to be trying to meditate yourself out of the meditator, and you can't. And you're going to try to think yourself out of the thinker or feel yourself out of the feeler. You're not going to escape. Yeah. How could a product of a system escape the system that's producing it? It can't. All of its escapes are within the system. So all of the seeming exits are entrances, really. So you want to get out, but when you get out, you seem to be more in. Yeah. There's a clue there. Even rats get it quicker than us, really. If you move the cheese, they stop going about after the third time. We've been doing it for 50 years. I mean, seriously, there's something wrong. And if the fact is, you are what you're looking for. These people who were sharing these things weren't cruel and sadistic. They weren't trying to punish us. They were trying to warn us. Hey, you are what you're looking for, you know? Seriously, then why the hell are we looking for so much other stuff? If you if it feels good to hear the message you're a lion, but it gets translated into I can become like a lion, and how long could it take for a lion to become like a lion? A long time. <laughs> You know what I mean? You could spend, and in some of the business of spirituality, it's going to take lifetimes. <laughs> you can't even return the fucking failed product. You got It's going to take, or tons of purification. And who tells you when you're purified enough? Your head does. 
And then just one little smudge and you're back to zero again. Jesus Christ. It's like, you know, you fast 40 days and you can ruin it by one, you know, bite of a cookie. Yeah, it's insane. It's like you're always being pushed back, not to zero, like the Catholic Church with the original sin. What a terrible way to start the day. We're all in original sin. I mean, what? I fucked up already? I haven't even started. And I'm already at negative five. You know what I mean? If I have a good day, I get to negative two. Only to screw up and go back. So this idea... This is what happened with me. I heard this message. And I heard this exact statement. I'm going to read it here from this guy, Ramaner again. He did it last night or something. This is one of the things I heard, this statement. It says, there is no greater mystery than the following. That sounds like a big statement, yeah? By supposedly a great master. There is no greater mystery than the following. Ourselves being the reality... We seek to gain reality. I'm going to repeat that. I think that's good emphasis. Ourselves being the reality, we seek to gain reality. We think there is something hiding our reality and that it must be destroyed before the reality is gained. That is ridiculous. I didn't say it. He didn't. Complain the Ramana. A day will dawn... How about now? When you, when you will yourself laugh at your past efforts. That which will be, that which will be on, the, on the day you laugh is also here and now. Now, how can you get out of this? There is no greater mystery than the following. Ourselves being the reality. It's not ourselves having the reality. We like that. Because if we had the reality, we could lose the reality to have the great joy to have the reality again. But we can't have an experiential romp of losing and gaining. We are it. Yeah. We're, we're it completely. The realization is always realized. Therefore, there's no entrance or exit. There's even no in or out. You are reality. How could reality step out of reality? That would be reality. What's happening here, in a way, is dreaming. And so the reality, seemingly, which means it appears to it that it's forgotten, it's the reality, and it sort of wakes up as a body. And now it starts to try to put the, the attributes that it is onto the body. It wants the body to be all clear and, you know, constantly bright, which is impossible. Yeah. So there's a mistake. It's sort of like, I don't, did I do the brownie camera here? The brownie cameras, you have, in America, we used to have these cameras you could buy for like 20 bucks, a brownie camera. It had like a plastic lens. It was terrible. You just basically hoped you took a picture. You couldn't see anything. You just snap and hopefully you got your mother or whatever. So here's, all right, so there's the brownie camera. And then there's this incredible camera, 360 degree lenses, unbelievable HD, just perfect aperture opening completely based on light, you know, everywhere. And it's walking around, it has legs, let's say, tripod. It's walking around, sees the brownie camera, goes, hey, it looks through the brownie camera, and as it's, seeming, as it's looking through the brownie camera, it seemingly forgets that it's the big camera and takes on the qualities of the brownie camera. Yeah? 
It now thinks the brownie camera's qualities are its qualities, which severely limits it, because now, if it starts entertaining about being a big camera, it has to start from the point that it's a brownie camera. Therefore, there's going to have to be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of revision of the brownie camera. So it's going to buy like $8,000 lenses and try to put it on the $20 plastic lens. And you think, well, I got a $10,000 lens, but I still can't see anything. (laughs) Because it's a waste putting on this lens on the plastic lens. And then it's not, you know, it's just like, it's not feeling that great as a camera. It's, it's self-esteem is down, and it sees night ponds, it feels terrible. It's fucking really bad. And it just can't seem to get out of the camera. It's getting loaded, trying to get out of the camera. But it always wakes up as the brownie, you know? And then basically, you know, all it needed to do is entertain one simple idea, that it's not the brownie camera. It doesn't have to try to make the brownie camera a great camera. It's not going to be a great camera. It's a brownie camera, yeah? But it could realize it's not the brownie camera. And it could keep looking through the brownie camera with that realization. The realization doesn't necessarily mean it just leaves the brownie camera. It can now keep looking through the brownie camera, but know that it's this huge camera, yeah? Because really, it's never been the brownie camera. And it never will be the brownie camera. It just seemed to it that it was the brownie camera. The brownie camera did not convince it, really. The brownie camera is just the brownie camera. But the the camera itself convinced it it was the brownie. Convinced itself that it was the brownie camera. But it could only seem to be the brownie because it's already a huge camera. Nothing has changed. Yeah? It could have left the brownie camera any second of any day. It didn't have to buy those, all those lenses and polish the fucking plastic all day and everything like that and chant, I'm an icon, I'm an icon. It didn't have to do that. It could have just moved away. There would be no stitches necessary. There's no attachment. It's just a mistaken idea, uh, an act of being identified, an act. It doesn't become identified. It never becomes the brownie. It's in an act of being identified as the brownie. Nothing has actually happened to change the brownie or it. You see? This is the message. If you see you're not the brownie camera, you'll find out you're the larger camera. And you'll find out that you've always been the larger camera and that you were never the brownie camera. I mean, ever. No matter how convincing it was when you were looking through the brownie camera, now that the suggestion has been entertained, you're not, it's like that Who song, you won't be fooled again. You just, all right, there's the brownie camera. I'm not seeing that great, but it really doesn't fucking matter. Because I'm all there is, basically. <laughs> My all there isness wasn't limited one second by me looking through the brownie camera. Though the brownie camera, the story through the brownie camera was, I'm a fucking brownie camera. But it, nev- it never made you a brownie camera. What is this guy saying? You're the reality. You are the reality. Not in the stagnant, stagnant idea. The beingness, the verbing of right now, because reality seems to be manifesting, we are that verbing. Yeah? And nothing that we believed has ever truly happened. Nothing has changed. 
The sky has never become a cloud, even though it's packed with clouds all day in Ireland. If there is, I humbly bring you good news, there is a sky. <laughs> there is. It's a vast open space, though seemingly packed all day, yeah, and seemingly having effects on you, there's still just the sky. It hasn't turned into a giant cloud. It just can lift. Yeah. Seriously. It's great news. So, when this happened with me, it's still happening. There isn't a point you're free. It's always freeing. Yeah? There wasn't a point, oh, I became free then. You never have become free. You are free. It's not, it's not like it, you weren't free and now... And you don't have events. Because if the event shows you there's something that's always been going on, how can that which is always going on be an event? Would you call rain? Would you call water that was constantly coming down rain? No, you fucking call it the sea or the ocean. Yeah, if you were totally immersed in water, you wouldn't be saying, "Oh, it's rain." I had, oh, I got rained on one day in the ocean. Who the hell gets rained on in the ocean? No fish has ever been rained on in there. See. So, I, there's no event. Oh, I had this event and it changed my life. That's a story. Yeah? But it's a story about what's always happening. So, to us, we make a story that what's always happening suddenly finally happened to me. But in fact, the download, if it does seemingly happen to you, is that it's always happening. It never had not been happening. It's not like something that wasn't so has suddenly become so. It's something that didn't seem to be so was finally revealed that it's always been so. So there goes the happening. So there isn't freedom, there's freeing. Yeah. There's just, it's an activity. And the mental state is trying to keep up with it and constantly trying to reinforce, imply, presuppose that you, as reality, are a body. And reality can seemingly comply and suddenly, then we're identified seemingly as a thing, and then we give reality to things. It's an activity, and you can see it, instead of looking from it. And then when you see it, it'll be like, first there is the mo no mountain, then there's the mountain, then there's no mountain again. Yeah? So I mean, no, wait a minute, first there is a mountain, then there's no mountain. Actually... There's first there is no mountain. This is the one we don't see. Then first, then there's a mountain. Then there is no mountain. And then there's a mountain again. Yeah? So, I don't know where I was going with that, but I like the first. First there is no mountain. So when the mountain arises, yeah, it seems to be so, but it's more like a mirage. You know there's no water. Though You see the well in the palm trees, but you don't go there anymore because you know there is no water. So it's not even dreaming. It's like a miraging. Yeah? The place seems as real as real can be. The action figure still thinks as real as real can be. But somehow, some aspect of you, your completeness, has sort of dismissed itself from it. Yeah? And that allows this to travel later. Because the why, why this is traveling so heavy is because it's taken to be you. The center of the universe. The only object that's worth being thought about. I'm telling you, you have kids... You may think about 30,000 thoughts in eight years. You have thought, not you, the brain has thought billions of thoughts about you in those eight years. Billions. 
tons of thoughts about you all freaking day. You know how much friedness you're under? That the mental state's magnifying, which is really beautifully dispersed light into this beam of attention on you. It can't get enough of you now, so it's all about you in the past and all about you in the future. It's unbelievable. You can watch the mutations going on. Now the selfing is spawning with technology. Their fucking people are just looking at themselves. <laughs> like all day. You know, beautiful parks. Fuck parks. It's I'm in the park. You know? And then they're going to find, I swear, there's going to be chi- chiropractors that are going to open up in Dublin to fix this little this posture. So many people are, are like this all day, looking. They're going to find like carcasses of a, like thousand years from now. What were they doing? Lifting heavy objects all day? No, they were looking at fucking like Narcissus in the pond. Just <laughs> observing itself. It's insane. It's going to spawn a new mutation. Really, you're just going to walk around with a, a selfie stick like this. Like, a, like almost like a, a, like a big yoke with a stick out and just follow you all day. Like instead of a GoPro up here, you'll just be turned on you. <laughs> and then you'll go to home and, and see how many likes you got. Oh, I like, I like that onion bagel you got. Kid, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> It's insanity. It's like slavery. How many times do you want to get to Hawaii on that vacation? And when you're at work, all you think about is Hawaii. And when you get to Hawaii, you think about work. Nothing ever freaking, nothing ever aligns. It's like we're trying to get get like blocks all lined up, but we don't realize it's all volatile. You can have, like, you can go on a retreat for two weeks and hit that perfect, like, sweet spot at nine o'clock this last Sunday. It's nine o'clock, you feel great, you just had a foot massage, and meditating a lot, three sumptuous meals a day, maybe some, like, you know, infrared saunas, you feel great. But 902 shows up. Conditions change. 905 show up, you get a call from your girlfriend or boyfriend, they left you. Fucking the blocks get knocked down. You can never get it aligned. It can never stabilize. We're just in agitation all day. If it seems like it's normal, doesn't mean it's okay. It's slavery. And I humbly believe if this isn't addressed, it's going to have a huge effect on what you call you. You're going to try to get out of things that you aren't really in. And you're going to try to get into things that you could never be out of. You're going to try to get into moments, but you've never been out of a moment. And you're going to try to get out of self, and yet you've never been in self. The freedom from bondage is prior to the bondage. You see it. Therefore, you won't look from it. If you look from it, it's a fact that very rarely gets investigated. You just assume it's you. If you see it, it's an activity. It's going to have many breaks. And what continues when the selfing stops? You. You're the screen. No one ever claps for the screen in the movie, do they? 
they very rarely have this big blank thing. But the screen allows all the movies to appear in it. I don't think theaters change the screen much at all. Could have they have thirty years, they've had eight thousand films on it. War films, melodramas, nothing it never affected the screen at all. That's what we're like. We're the constancy that's allowing us to see the temporariness. Yeah. We see what comes and goes because we don't come and go. Yeah. We can't recognize what's always here because we're always here. And as a great master said, you know, what's seen can never be seen. What's hearing can never be heard. What's feeling can never be felt. What's tasting can never be tasted. What's touching can never be touched. You are off limits. You cannot have an experience of yourself. You are having all the experiences, but you are not an experience. You're influencing all the experiences, but you'll never have an experience. That's why a lot of people don't go towards this message. It's truly not that exciting. (laughs) It really isn't. I see seekers come to me, and they leave after five weeks or so, because they realize they're going to get nothing. They much rather jump off a cliff, you know, with a mudra and then fucking make a big splash. They have to have a. They, they're trying to convince what they're not that it's something, you know. And it's a lot of freaking work. What happens if you saw you were not that? You'd lose interest in all of it. Your interest would be redistributed. Maybe that interest that's been put on you yesterday and tomorrow may be here to enrich your day you'd feel an ease and comfort in your own skin. And you, won't, you wouldn't be moved by fucking thoughts anymore. You'd have immunity to yesterday and tomorrow with no thought or effort on your part. These would just be expressions of something. Yeah. You wouldn't be doing any of it. And they wouldn't be yours, so there'd be no worry of ever losing it. Yeah. Because you never had it. The only way I can come to these meetings is I've never come to any of them, ever. If I did, I wouldn't come. If I thought about this, I would fuck that. Why would I be in Ireland in March or April? Yeah. I used to do these talks on Monday night for 19 years, 16 years. Every Monday night in America, if I was there for a recovery, for 12 steps. And there was a lot of Mondays. That's 12, let's say 16 years of Mondays, 52 times 60. It's quite a lot of Mondays. So I had, I was in a lot of different conditions, seemingly, those Monday nights. Some nights, just before the talk, my girlfriend left me. Other times, I was waiting to hear if I had AIDS. I didn't know. Other times, I had no money. Sometimes, I had the flu. Whatever it was. But if I showed up and I was willing to be a hose, the water came through. Every fucking time. And whatever conditions I seemed to be in that were so pressing were completely forgotten for that hour. They had absolutely no effect whatsoever. So a lot of stuff was revealed to me. How could they be real if they could disappear so quickly? 
you would think some reality would have a little last ability, but they would stop completely as soon as I was in the position to be used. Yeah? This happened tons of fucking times. It dawned. Something saturated me. I was dyed with certain possibilities. Yeah? I saw a disease that no human power could correct. Addiction. An urge I've had since I was about six or seven to escape from where I thought I was. First it was through reading A. Ground Poe and science fiction. Then it was through maybe sports. Then it was through getting loaded. Then it was through spirituality. Then it was back to getting loaded again. It was an incessant urge. And the type I was, is I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. And I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. Constantly. This urge, my mother wanted it to stop, the state wanted it to stop, my enemies wanted it to stop, my friends wanted it to stop. No human power seemed to be able to do it. And then one day, not looking for fucking anything, just been in a two-year program, I'd gotten out, went on a ten-month run, just a regular day at the office, trying to stay loaded on alcohol until I could find some drugs. And I had a huge problem because I didn't have any money. So I had to convince other people to get what I wanted. And my ability to do that had gone down. I wasn't looking too good. The charm was a little frayed. It wasn't really working well. So I was one motherfucker, pissed off person. And then I went in, ended up on a four-day run, ended in a trailer with, in this town called Calistoga, and I was, came to somewhat, and there was a guy across the way from me. He had a big head and a bulbous nose, varicose veins. We were drinking a bottle of vodka together. And I looked at him, and I said, this guy's a fucking bum. But lo and behold, he was looking at me like I was a bum. And something happened. Something intervened in my life, in this life. My head stopped, which I did not believe was possible, and there was a download. Something just rushed in and didn't go into my head. To me, the download of the head is more horizontal, almost like saran wrap wrapping around. You can still see, but it gets very, very, you know, unclear. It was more a vertical sort of download. Went to the innermost, which is not located in the thought system. And it was like a CNN news flash. Just a headline, no story. I'm fucked, you know? Now, everyone who knew me knew I was screwed for quite a while, but it was news to me, literally. I was, like, very surprised <laughs> how bad I was off. And at that moment, the seed of sobriety was put in, and it's just germinated and, ex and expressed for 29 years. And I've never had a thought or a strong feeling ever to drink again or to use. Like, that radioisotope was removed, never to return. And to me, in this little play of living, that was the greatest solution I've ever seen. Because the addiction was incredibly influential in my life. I'd been run over twice in one night, the cars, I'd spent tons of time in hospitals, jails, two years, three months in programs. It had, was a giant weather front like the ones you get in Ireland all the time. Yeah? 
and I had given up all hope, completely hopeless. I, after the two years, I'd gone to college, everything was looking pretty good, it went down the tubes once again. I'd given up all hope, regular day at office, I, I didn't want to do anything about it, I was just going to try to stay loaded until I went to jail again or another institution or died, you know. But something else had a different plan. Download, changed this whole life, like that. No human power, no love, no human love could do it, but this did it. Yeah, and in that time, that opened up other possibilities to me. Yeah, and I saw the root of the problem, and I saw it in the AA context, which is self. And I saw the sense of self as a foreign installment, like a parasitical movement. It doesn't have a life, but we offer it a life. And that's that parasite I have seen destroy so many people. I have seen people give up their kids, women. I've seen parents realizing their love can't change their son's problems, the powerlessness of it. I've seen unbelievable domination by a parasite, never being recognized because the parasite strategy and what does the parasite affix to? It affixes to self-centeredness. Alcoholism and addiction affixes to the idea of being a self. That's the only hold it can get. It cannot affix to spirit. It affixes to a mental idea and a body idea. Yeah? So that parasite is a wickedly nasty fucking parasite. And if it landed on you right now and you could see it, you would knock it off after one time or a hundred times. But it has an incredible strategy. It convinces the host that it's the host. Yeah. So it takes millions of hosts and drives them to the same destinations, institution, jails, and death. And each one of them has a story about being the driver. They believe they did it all. It's an incredible disguise. The parasite just feasts on us and never gets noticed. And you, if you don't believe it, just look at nature. Have you seen parasites in nature? I always, because I've been talking about parasites for years, people send me tons of research. And the newest one was this thing called Toxo. That's its nickname. It's a little friendly name. It's in about 30% of humans in the brain, I think. But it's in tons of mammals. And all the parasites have an incredible degree of difficulty because their main drive is to reproduce and they've got unbelievable uh, odds against that happening. And this toxo, the only place it can reproduce is in the stomach of a cat. And it finds itself in rats and mice and fucking... So how it can't call up Uber... It can't, you know, please get me to that cat. <laughs> it fucking has no legs. It can't go anywhere. It's sort of stuck in the host. So what it does is it jacks into the host's brain and tells the rat, when you see a cat, run right up to it. And they do. The rats go right up, almost with like a knife and fork. They run right up to the cat and goes, eat me, eat me, eat me, basically. The cat eats it, and then the toxo arrives at where it wants to go, the cat's stomach, and reproduces. You don't think you're taking over? You don't think you're taking over? Selfing has taken us over. It's a mental process that's living a life through us, and its life is an interpretation, and it's feeding off of you. Its lighting system is your light, 
Its drive is your drive. It's taken your inspirations and aspirations and misdirected them. It's taken your spiritual seeking and used you to and use it for, to fucking enslave you to being the seeker. It's misdirected everything. You're looking for what's looking instead of realizing you are being what's looking right now. It constantly puts you off. You can hear that in AA we go to recovery meetings and what people share about there are thoughts and feelings and reactions. And after a few months when I was going, I could come only to two conclusions. How did they get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts? Yeah? Because they sure sounded like my thoughts. They sure sounded like my feelings they were talking about. And you know how many people I've watched get right to that point and then back back in? They never make the leap into how could they be my thoughts if you have them. And as soon as I saw it as a foreign installment, a possibility that was not available to me until this moment arose, which is, I'm not that. If I'm not that, I can be free from it. Bingo. That works. Direction is correct. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. You are what you're looking for. You are the reality. Simple as that. He doesn't say, if you really work hard, you can become the reality. You are the reality. Right now, present tense. Then why the hell aren't we having a sense of it? What's causing the lion not to know that it's a lion? So even when it hears that it's a lion, that message never gets fucking through. It gets translated into, I can become like a lion. Because what's catching the message, it's like a movie. Let's, there's a movie called Moon, where there's a clone, yeah? And the clone is actually works for a corporation. They found a new mineral on a moon that fires up all the technology we're using on Earth. And there's this giant farm, and it's just one guy runs all the machines, and he has a story. He has a story that he's a Boston Red Sox fan, he's got a wife in Massachusetts and a kid, and the story is he's, he's been on a five-year job and he's going to be off five days. Odd infinitum. <laughs> he never gets to the fourth day. It's all a story. Because they realize the clone works better if it has a story. So here's it. Suddenly the clone is, comes up against indisputable evidence it's a clone. Sounds interesting. How long would it take for the clone to get that it's a clone? You know, and what, you know, probably nice to know. Hey, I'm a clone, far out. I thought I was a clone. But what happens is the message it's a clone gets caught by the human programming. And the human programming has a different idea about finding out it's a clone. It sort of sucks, yeah? It's, now it's not a Red Sox fan. <laughs> now it doesn't have a wife. The whole thing falls apart, yeah? This is what's happening. We are like lions who hear the message, you're a lion, but we're hearing it with sheep ears. The sheep ear turns it into, I can become like a lion. Now non-duality is another path. When non-duality is not a path, non-duality is a negation. That's all it is, not two. It does not say one, it's just not two. When you find that out, when you find out you're not what you're not, yeah, you will find out what you are. You can't know what you are because you are it. It's not available. You don't study what you are. You study what you're not. You don't learn about what you are. You learn about what you're not. There are no non-duality teachers. They're duality teachers. They're just warnings. 
There are people who come here to warn us of something, of a basic, basic... It's like the self-preservation of a failed system. It locks you in when you try to get out. See? When you're identified as, as it and you try to get out of it, that's being in it. Yeah? Some of the biggest ways to be in it are spirituality. Because we hope and we believe they're going to take us out of it, but they're not taking us out of it, as Ramana said so beautifully. If your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy the non-existent thing? And so when I heard that, the shoe fit. I put it on and my little world collapsed, my little seeking world. And thank God I didn't pull my pants up, my little spiritual pants, and the emperor was seen having no new clothes. Yeah. My whole fucking purpose of life was dismissed because the only thing else I did was house painting and I wasn't even good at that. The only the only hat I could hang my you know, only only thing I could hang my hat on was being a good spiritual seeker. That was pulled out from him. He was quite depressing. Yeah. But I didn't do anything. And suddenly that nothing became everything. Yeah. And I stopped looking for myself. And I started looking for like lattes and you know, fucking a nice place to live, surf spots. Those things I can find. But I stopped looking for what I can't find. That's clear. You know what I mean? I cannot find what I am. I'm being what I am. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole idea of time changed. Everything's changed with no effort. I haven't haven't been studying much. I wasn't at my friend's house preparing for this. Fucking, I was trying to sleep. <laughs> I mean, just no. I don't have a get ready, get set, go room back here. I get here like five hours early. <laughs> no, I just walk in. Fucking, because I have total faith in it. <laughs> it's always available at all times. Why do I need to be prep? Why would I need to prepare for what always is available at all times? How can you do that? How you prepare for it is not prepare. Yeah. I just want to see you all travel later. I don't want to know you personally, probably. Some of you I would, probably. But really, basically, it's like if you see a good movie, you want to share a good movie. Yeah, or I'm tempting what I'm trying to tempt. I want to see you save a lot of time. This saved me a lot of time. And also, you know, what I had to go through is the loss of finding this. I mean, this, it's like an odyssey we'd all like to be on. It, when you say, it sounds great and romantic. I found my authentic self. It does. You know, I wish I could do it. For, you know, I could have a huge story. First the Himalayas, and now the Peruvian forests. Then I went and it did peyote in the Mexican deserts for 40 days. It hasn't been that way. I wish it was. But you can't find yourself. <laughs> it's not available to be found. You haven't lost it. That's the thing. You'd have to lose it to find it. And you haven't lost it. You know? <laughs> well, the, it's like the thrill is completely gone. <laughs> it sort of like gets to be constantly incessant on this. You're awake to being awake. Yeah? And then, I, don't, I think every one of us is awake, but some of us are seemingly asleep to that fact, but it doesn't change the fact. We're all awake. 
Yeah, now you can be seemingly awake to that fact, and I believe it will allow you to travel lighter here. And after you travel the light a, a while as this, you'll realize that's probably all you really ever wanted. You know, if you felt the contentment and the satisfaction right now, and an ease and comfort in your circumstances, situations, I think that would be more than enough. Yeah? Something that was always available at all times, with no requirement necessary to meet it. You know what I mean? Like a truly, like an open gate. Or like the open secret and the gateless gate. Yeah? They were all trying to imply the immediacy of what we want to put out into time and try to find. But the immediacy of what we are. The seeker is the thought. All the requirements are on our side. There's no requirements in what we are. It's always available at all times. How can it not be? The salve, the salve or the bomb to time is timelessness. The sense of timelessness amongst this linear story of time is the only real relief. Yeah? That's which could be put somewhere else and farther ahead in the future through time is always now completely available. You'll lose interest in all that shit. You will lose interest in spirituality as it's presented. I bet you you will. You will lose interest in the need to be liberated because you're not that which needs to be liberated. And it will look like you've lost interest in a lot of things, but you truly haven't. All that interest is in itself now. That's the presence. Presence to me is undirected interest and attention it has finally went back to its own nest and it's resting and you have plenty of attention to deal with what's going to happen today what the head would like to do is take all the attention that's available and disperse it into yesterday and tomorrow so that you spend tons of time in what's not happening and then you won't feel like anything's enough here and you'll be consumed and driven to seek and it will tell you it will point the direction you need to seek through and it will be out and you will lose yourself by trying to find yourself, seemingly. You'll never get chipped, ever. You'll be, you'll be completely here, all the day. You won't be thinking, oh, I wish I was somewhere else, because you realize that's an impossibility. Yeah? You won't be trying to get into the moment, because you realize you can't be out of it. I mean, completely. <laughs> Like completely. Yeah? And you won't be trying to get out of what you can't be in. A self. I mean completely. And all the antics of the body and the mental state, you won't take it to be you. It's having its own little like uh, narration, but it's you're not it's like it says turn maybe it's like a broken clock, it's it's right twice a day. It may say turn left a thousand times, and maybe once you will, ah, you see, you're listening to me again. But, you know, not, you're not driven by thought anymore. Why not? 
you've seen it's a failed system, completely failed. Has it ever led to a stabilized happiness, joyousness, and freedom? How many times that we wanted the prize and won the prize and we are disappointed by the prize? How many times getting filled up here has caused us to feel more fucking empty than ever before? How many times? You want a living example? Just check consciousness right now. The event of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, which is going on incredibly smoothly right now, while the mental state may be going through heavy machinations, you're being awake. You're seeing right now. This, I'm seeing that. Seeing this. I'm not going, I'm seeing this. This is seeing very, you know, not, doesn't seem, there's no sweat on consciousness's brow. I'm seeing, it's not like a workout. Extreme seeing. No, seeing, just hearing. The ear works, you're going to hear whatever is in the compass of your spectrum. Yeah? Touching. I mean, you really, can you touch better? Really? Can you take classes? I want to touch better. No. Do you really, really? You just basically touch, yeah. Touch everything. I want more. Touch more. More. Maybe if I touch 108 times, it'll, you know? No. This is just going on. No one's paying attention to it. We're paying attention to tons of other shit. But that's the base of all our lives. And does it demonstrate any effort or thought? It's the closest we can get, in a sense, to what we are. It's no-thingness. You can't see it. I mean, there's not vision. Doesn't an arm called vision doesn't come out with a big eye and sees, you know? It's just, you know, it's like an awareness or an oddness that doesn't seem to have, its range is quite large, doesn't it? It doesn't seem to be lighter there and darker here. It seems to be sort of uniform. You know what I mean? It's not like a big... Valley of, of awareness, you know, a mile away from here. It's just aware. And is it demonstrating any effort? And has it? That's what it's like. You can rest like that. How difficult is that? If you see what you're not, that which you are isn't that hard to be. It isn't. To be is very easy because you don't even have the other option or not to be. It's just to be. There's nowhere not to be. It's out. Just to be. And you already are. So it's not even like you're going to ascend to the level of <laughs> you're it. I mean, there's nothing to do. So for me, when the solution sort of downloads here, it's going to have one quality and it's timeless. It's not going. It's going to be like a sudden thief in the night, like a flash of light. It's going to be. It's going to hit you. But those are just free samples. The flash of light is a sample of that which is always lit. That's why it's not an experience. You and I are not an experience. So, all right. So I didn't want. I didn't. I want to look around the room here and make sure because I have. I've been sent here. I did have a purpose coming here. Yeah, the spiritual com- 
uh, committee of notarized awakening has sent me here to to christen a few of you with the certificate of awakening. <laughs> yes, so I'm going to read it, and then I'll name the ones who should come up. <laughs> this could be yours. So it is hereby certified that as, at that as of now insert name, which I'll do later, discovered nothing and realized that he or she is nobody. He or she is now understands that there is nothing to understand because nobody understands nothing. <laughs> Consequently, he or she learned that his or her search for the truth was a big joke and that he or she was the butt of the joke. <laughs> After he or she search ended, he or she discovered that who he or she thought he or she was was not he or she was, <laughs> and that who he or she is is simply what is. He or she is now free to enjoy being what he or she is, even though he or she doesn't know what that is. <laughs> he or she is free because no matter what he or she does, he or she will always be doing exactly what he or she has to be doing. Nice, eh? Which is what he or she was already doing before he or she discovered that that was what she or she was doing. <laughs> I can go on here, but I don't want to suffer, you know, make it more sufferable for the people who aren't going to get this. <laughs> they only gave me five for all of Ireland. <laughs> You're lagging behind, Ireland. Oh. I'd like to see more of you get up here, but I can't. So I right, comb, I want to comb, come up here. <laughs> 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 you are now certified that you're awake. <laughs> Only for one year. <laughs> You've got to renew it. <laughs> No, you're living it, bro, living it. But we will call you next year at this time. You may not get it again. All right, let me see. Who else? Who else? Let's see. Uh, the Irish Mafia are back there. Oh, Morris, you have to come up here. Morris, come up here. Yes, let's hear it for Morris. Go ahead and preach. Yes, go all right, let me see. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my friend right here. Come on up, my friend. Yes. Yes. Hey, yes. <laughs> All right, let me see. Hold on, hold on. This guy, come on. You got to come up. Yes. What's your name? Kevin. Kevin. All right, I got to keep this. I got to make some more copies. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Come back next year. You're all on uh, probation. Right. You're that close. You're that close. <laughs> Just a little more donation, and you would get in. <laughs> so, any questions? No women. No, no women. Oh, I got it. All right. <laughs> Let's see, okay, come on, come on. Oh, Rachel, come here, Rachel. Yes, come here. 
You're the first woman in Ireland to wake up. <laughs> That's a huge responsibility. All right. Very well. All right. Uh, I did this in Philadelphia with a gong. It was great. Because they were real big spiritual seekers. Oh, never mind. So any questions? That wasn't bad, was it? I like that. I've been waiting. I, did, I was going to do it in England, but I forgot the papers. So I decided to do it. Put it get a frame. Put it on. Get a certificate of awakening. I was going to have a stamp. It's better. A little stamp. Any questions then? We have our money back. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yes. Take your money back. Yes. No questions? Really? All right. Well. Come on, one question. We've got to keep it going. I can't go any farther. I'm not a really... I can't go off. It's sort of like beating a dead horse, really. After a few days of talking... You remember here, you ever hear in the Zagata Mirage? You used to always send people away. They'd be around for too long and they'd kick them out. I'm sort of in that camp, you know. I really believe it's a message and you're it, really. You've been served the spiritual subpoena and uh, I have total faith in mind. I don't see anyone as not awake, really. And I don't see people are greedy. I believe greed moves through them, yeah. I believe here... There's mental winds that are blowing, a lot of winds. And we're really, what we are, are is an instrument of expression. Yeah? So if you ever see somebody who hasn't been drinking, and then they are drinking, they look like they're possessed, yeah? because they are, in a sense. This is like a city share car, and almost anything can get in. Yeah? But what's beautiful is if you're taken over by the Spirit, it's the power of all powers. And then you get immunity of being taken over by the others, yeah? It's beautiful, really. And so... Uh, if one is not awake, what is one ignorant of? Hmm? If one is not awake, or you don't realize you're awake, what is one ignorant of? Well, I don't believe they are, but they're seemingly, which means it's appearing to them. Usually it's appearing to them as they're a body, yeah? The body is the greatest denial of what we are. The act of being identified as a body. And all that entails. The body just doesn't entail a thing. It entails the doer, the thinker, the haver, the feeler. Yes? It's in seeing what you're not. That's what you are. If you go in the direction of of affirming the truth from the point of view of the falsehood, it's not going to go anywhere. Just question if you're a sheep. If you're not a sheep, you're a lion. Yeah? And when you're a lion dawns on you, it will be seen very clearly you've always been a lion. Yeah? There was never a moment you were a sheep. Ever. Yeah. Is, is the identification with the body closely linked with the identification with past and future? Totally. Yeah, because you're remembered in the past and the future as a body. When you're thought about or memories, you're pictured as a body, yes? So one supports the other? Totally. And it works both ways rather than one? Both way? ways, yeah. 
because it's the mental state. The mental state. Yeah. The only see the relevance of the mental state is the body identification. It couldn't convince you of its story without proof with the body. Because it has to see self has to be remembered because it isn't, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The idea of you as a non-existent thing, a non-existent thing isn't emitting any light. It's non-existing. So a non-existent thing can seem to be existing if it's remembered as being existing in the past and being remembered that it will be existing in the future. So self has to be remembered. The sense of being one now. Yes. So time is essential with self, and self is of time. They're both going on. Yes, they need each other. Yeah. You have to be remembered. Simple as that. That which you're taking yourself to be does not exist. It's as, it, as Ramana says, it's a non-existent thing. It needs to be remembered as an existent thing. So the logic is, you know, I was there... I will be there, therefore I am here. That's how the mental logic works. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're doing something you love to do, you forget self quite easily. Yeah. You're in the water surfing or something. Yeah. It's you, it's easily forgotten because you're not following the interest of attention at that moment is engaged with what's happening. Therefore, it's not engaged with the reflection of you in the past and future. It's only when it's over, let's say like surfing, you're in some nice waves, it's all, the elements have got your attention because a lot's going on, but then when you're getting out of the thing, the mental state arises, says, did anyone see me catch the big wave, yeah? So this, it's, there's a whole different agenda going on, yeah? But the, when you feel the lie the most, it's really the self is absent at those moments. But what happens is it arises and claims those moments, and now you're the surfer, yeah, this is it happens all day. This is see because it has to keep happening because it can never be so. See that's the point. An activity can never reach to culmination. It's not going to make you a self. It can only seem to imply you are one incessantly, but it can never deliver the goods. You cannot be a self. Yeah, you can seem to be. You can picture yourself as one in the past, it can be pictured in the future, but it cannot make you what? From, because you're not of body, you're not of thingness. As Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You're not of thing, yeah? So the selfing is a desire. Selfing is all desire that's never, never, never quenched. You know when you have a desire that doesn't get quenched, then you act out, like you eat ice cream or some fucking thing, yeah? Could you imagine if you were in constant desire all day? That's the mental state's condition. It's constantly agitated. It's trying to become what it can never be, and it's trying to unbecome what it thinks it is. So it's going, it's like a slinky going down an internal staircase. The one thing goes like this, pulls the other, pulls the other, pulls the other, on and on and on and on. That's why when you reach peace with this as the as the 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 claiming of the peace, it uses peace to agitate. Yeah. Now you're worried, will I be in peace tomorrow? Doesn't isn't it the case? That's why. Just like when you hear messages like this and they talk about enlightenment, and enlightenment means cessation of all suffering. 
But at these meetings, the mental state is claiming the enlightenment to produce more agitation. You know what I mean? You're, you're super bummed out that you're not enlightened and really bummed out that he's enlightened. You're fucking, I can't believe he's enlightened. <laughs> All the activity never culminates into anything actually happening. You're the only thing that's happening. Right now, what's, seen, what's looking right now is the only thing, and it's not a thing that's happening here. Everything else is this dreaming. Yeah? So all the dreaming can only reach the level of seemingly so because there is so-ness already. And so-ness is complete. Yeah? There's not eight different things that are so-ness. So-ness is complete. So everything that's arising in so-ness is seemingly so when so-ness believes it. And so-ness is dreaming, so it's believing shit. Seemingly. The seeming is to the seeming is to verify the impossibility. Which is impossible. Being you. It's impossible, yes. So therefore, see that's the point. It can only seem to be true in time. In timelessness it's an impossibility, but in time it can seem to be true. Timing is dreaming. Don't you have it when you're in, when you're doing something you love? The day goes fast. When you're doing something you don't like, it drags on like an eternity. T- there's nothing called time. Time is dreaming. Mind's dreaming. Yeah. So things that are impossible can seem to be possible in time. You can seem to be separate. You can be. You can be. You can seem to be unloved when you're the source of love. Yeah. They can seem to be true. Because if reality believes it, it's going to seem as real as real can be. I don't, I don't believe it exists, but why is not a good one. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the source of the dreaming. So it has a role, yeah. This is sort of, let's say there's an amusement park, yeah? And so you get on rides, but you don't know that you're in a ride already. Yeah? So this is the main ride. So this is the main ride that you don't think is a ride. So then you get on the roller coaster, and suddenly, as soon as you get on the roller coaster, the roller coaster goes on. You don't see the, you're rolling things, you know what I mean? It's sort of like the hamster in the hamster cake wheel. It's never a wheel unless a hamster's in it. Yeah, when the hamster's in it, the thing's fucking moving, and so it may hate the hamster wheel. But and when it gets off, but then it's not a hamster wheel when it's off because the hamster is the wheel. So we're like a ride that we're not noticing. We're thinking I'm on this ride, and I want to get off this ride, but we're the ride that's on all the other rides. Yeah, it's sort of like a car wanting to get out of a car. It's not going to happen. But if you realize you were in a car, suddenly you would see the doors and the windows and there would be an exit. Yeah? But as a car, a car is never going to get out of the car. 
So here you get on the roller coaster ride, and there's a cab you sit in, and maybe it ends, but when, when you get out of it, you're the ride that gets out of that ride, only to go to another ride. <laughs> so in a sense, you never escape any of the rides, because you're the biggest ride in the whole amusement park. The identification is this, and you're not seeing it. Yeah. But there can be a recognition of the journey going back and forth, going back and forth. Recognition of the mind. Of course it is. Yeah. You can see it, because you're not it, so you can see it. But once you realize that you're not it, and then you still, you still watch it. Well, there's not you watching it. It appears, yes, but you're not watching it. Because all, you're all the space there is. So something arises in the space... It's known by the space. It's not watching them. It's, it's not, not watching at all. The, hmm? the stories unfolding of the identification with me. Yeah, it goes on in time. You still like to surf? Hmm? You still enjoy surfing? I can't. My knees. The knees blown. I haven't been in the water in a while. But now I surf in dreaming, which is great. I had a great surf session the other night. I was the wettest I have been, and I was in Ireland in a bed. Oh, it was great. See, the point is, what happens is, the dreams... See, all the rides you're going to be on as an action figure, I'll tell you, what really makes them heavy is you. You're the biggest ingredient. So if you can see through the ride that you are, it allows you to travel lighter through all the rides life has in store for you, like cancer and shit like that. Yes? It's when you're trying to get out of a ride as a ride, it's not going to work. But when you see that you're not that, it's a lot, it, it, this is, then as this is traveling through the rides of life, you'll travel lighter through it. And if that happens for a while, I'm telling you, humbly saying, it will be way more than enough that that's available. Yeah? You'll lose interest in symbolic words that are really trying to infer a sense of ease and comfort right now. You want to call it enlightenment, but if you had an ease and comfort, you would lose interest in all that shit. Because that's what they're really representing for us. We would just like to travel lighter here. Because the possibility is you can travel really fucking heavy. Yeah? But by trying to skip the rides without seeing the, the initial ride is pointless, yeah? Because even when you get on a great ride as this, it can suck. Do you know what I mean? Like we used to say in recovery, you could, if you dropped an alcoholic into heaven, it would be hell in a day. It would find fault in it like that. Yeah? So, you can, like a lot of people in this world, find the greatest rides. They got fucking beautiful houses, beautiful cars, but they're not having a good ride like this. And this ride will override all the others. You can have eight Jaguars and be totally fucked up here. The head will override your circumstances, your physical condition, your emotional condition, your financial condition. It will fucking blow it all away like that. You'll be driven crazy in fucking heaven. But to see yourself as not this ride allows you to travel loosely through the other fucking rides. Yeah? Do you think there's something about the body when there is no parasite and there's no selfing? Because sometimes, uh, through the effort of trying not to be identified to the body, it seems like there's a, uh, a backlash, 
there's a there's a sense that there's something miraculous in the body about being embodied, whatever that is. Yeah. When it's not, when you're able to be the body, if it, it, that's contradictory to the sense. Without the parasite. Yes. Well, the thing is, when you see you're not an individual, you're more of an individual. Yeah? When you see you're not the body, then the body gets the biggest break of all. Because it really can't handle being the center of the universe. It's way too much pressure. Yeah? And even the physicality. um, Do you think we don't really understand what these bodies are? Because when, when there's... And there's that imposition on them. There's a, there's totally. A, there's almost an instinct to deny it because somewhere we know there's, an, there's something going on and we can't afford to identify with a complete, or be it. Uh, you know, do you think there's something that can be discovered in being, even just being physical? Oh, for sure. It's a form of expression. Mind precedes everything. So mind is expressing as the body also. It's the mental state that's using the body for a different end. Yeah? And the mental state hates the body. It hates the body, if you watch it. It feels very, very defined and very... uh, It's pissed off about the body. It can't do what it wants with the body. Yeah? Yeah. I find that. That's what people call self-hate or, you know, self-hating self. I think it's the body. And do you think that can flip then into a love that is fulfilling? It's a very hard thing to talk about. I know, it's, I know what you're saying. Well, I'd say, I don't know about a love of the body, but there'll be a lot of love being expressed through the body. That is almost like, um, even on a cellular, I don't even know what that means, cellular level, but that there's almost um, an intelligence that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But once that's. Yeah, exactly. Well, mind is streaming, so mind will stream through it with a different. See, most of us are are under the effect of a system called self centeredness, which is aptly described. It's all centered on self. There's other modalities that will express through the body here, which are much more inclusive and much more. They'll be revelatory to you. Yeah? Yeah. No, I think a lot of times with people with non-duality and stuff want to disassociate from the body. Or like a denial of the body. By recognizing it's not you isn't a, like a mental denial of it. Yeah? By seeing it. Because it actually becomes, in a sense, more of you here as an action figure than ever. Yeah? Yeah. See, when, you, when, the, when it's taken to be you, it's going to be an urban renewal project forever. Because you're going to be critiquing it. You know, there's a lot of shit going on. When it's not you, it gets, it's like a hallelujah day for the body. Seriously. I mean, I came under very strong illnesses and had resurrections of the body since all this started to happen. I was in very bad shape and very ill. And... Uh, the body has strived in this message, really, to tell you the truth. You would think differently, but it isn't. Because the self-love we have isn't of the body. It's, it's an image of the body. Yeah. 
the mental states holding an image of the body. But the body can be a vehicle for that love. For, for sure, it can. Yeah. But it's not self-conscious. Yes. Well, look at ecstatic dancing and everything. It's incredible dance. Yeah, have you seen? Have you ever seen a face in devotion? It's quite beautiful. I once saw this uh, guru in India years and years ago, Sai Baba. Uh, I don't know if you know him. He's passed away, but it was be he would walk through the crowds like twice a day, and ten thousand people were there, and he had little like well-worn paths. So I used to always get right on the sidewalk on one of them. And the real joy of it was when he's facing the other way, and I saw all the human faces looking at him, and those human faces were beautiful in that light, yeah? Because he was turned against our side, and I could see all of them like this. It's a beautiful expression. Oh, sure. To me, the, the, let's say the action figure can reach very high levels of surrender, yes, of... Uh, it's just amazing stuff. They, it can be of service. It can be available to others. There's a lot of doubt, a lot of beauty it can demonstrate. Yeah, it's the dilemma when the mental state is using it to convince us that we're it. That's the dilemma. Then too much is put on the body. Yeah, that's how I see it. You make a little sense. Yeah, yeah. I get something about the relationship between presence and physicality as well. You know, um, you, you know when you physically can feel a home of just nothingness, but it's just you're physically more um, uh, connected. Well, your senses are going to be li- alivened completely. I mean, when I go out to eat after talks, it's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I swear. And the smells and everything, you know, you get very... The senses get uh, sharpened, for sure. Yeah? You're not missing anything. You're awake. You know, in, and I mean a, in a lot of terminology. And, and feeling you, everything like that. Do you think that there's a link between that and intuition? Which is bypassing the Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. You can get sense of people, intuition. You're being directed by something other than thought. For sure. It's a whole different modality. It's like a different GPS for the body. Literally, it is. Yeah, for sure. It's not going to... It's Mind's dreaming. Mind can express through this unbelievably. Yeah? I've heard incredible wisdom out of a drunk junkie. You know? Maybe had two hours of clarity before he went back out. Some st- stuff that has moved through that person was unbelievable. Yeah? If you have pre- oh, like conceptual ideas, you'll miss the whole show. It's about I don't know. You're in a don't know state and you're picking up a lot of what's... It's amazing, the choreography of this place and all the coincidences and it's really an incredible event going on. You know? Right now. Yeah. But the burden of body, the body stretched out in time is like what... It would, it's sort of like the billboard for sin in the Course in Miracles view, yes? You've been convicted of things you thought you've done. There's no... Like the Course says, everything can be corrected, but what the mental state does is cause them to be seen as sins. 
yeah, and so you'll never be forgiven. And the soft where that is taken out on is the body. Yeah. Yeah. This opens up a lot of possibilities. You know, a lot of possibilities. Yeah. He, the question about more peace tomorrow, kind of. Uh, so, like, I wasn't talking yesterday and I liked it a lot. And, but then, after maybe lunch, it kind of started to go away, you know, because you start planning, okay, what I'm going to do with my life, where I'm going to go, and should I move somewhere or something. And then, and then I was at Los Angeles and found my mental state. My mental state wasn't that great, and and then, but it's great that we have second talk today. But what would you recommend to do when you find you know your mental state is not great and you're very much into something? And is there some kind of quick door? <laughs> well, listen to the talks more. No, they'll help you because. Oh, you're not into the selfing. The selfing is a producing the you. When it produces the you, the you says, I've, I've been really into the selfing. It's not true. You know? You're the space in a sense. You're not what's moving in it. The thoughts keep wanting to tag you in a way and then follow you. You know, like a tail. So then as soon as they put the tail on, and then every movement the mental state makes, you think, you track it as if it's you. You know, what was, you were not thinking about, when you left the meeting, the mental state started to think about the meeting. You never did. Yeah? And today, the same thing. It's not you that's worrying about should I move or not. It's the mental state. That's what this message hopefully will make clear to you. So you stop calling what you're not, you. Yeah? And then you won't be beholden to its movements. And you won't be moved by its movements. And you'll get a sense of being something other than it. And that's where the relief is. Yeah? You'll see it as an activity that implies a noun. When you see you're not that noun, you'll just see it as an activity. Yeah? Just like digestion, in a sense. Yeah, so, if you hear the talks, there'll be more... We never move from this topic. You know? (laughs) Go back ten years, it's going to be the same point. So let me get him and I'll get you. All right, Mars. But you're already awake. You got the certificate. <laughs> you shouldn't be fucking asking any questions. Give me back the certificate. <laughs> One less Irish person. <laughs> yes, more women. This is so I apologize for that. But the men paid me. So. <laughs> I just want to say I've noticed uh, quite a difference in my belief systems in the last six months to a year. I used to have a lot of very strongly held beliefs about a lot of issues and a lot of judgments arising out of that. And I've noticed that my belief systems are less and less serious every couple of months that go by. And things that would have been really bad news at one point in time 
you know, like Donald Trump getting elected or something. You know, <laughs> it's not something I even call judgment on. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. You know, I, I feel like maybe I should be more concerned about this, but I'm not. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of, and with that, there's a considerable relief has been had with that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the last of uh, this mental construct or something like that. It's kind of been, uh, none of this was orchestrated or done by me. It's just something that I've noticed has happened. I was just wondering if you could. A lasso? What? what did you say? What it was? The mental. Well, I haven't been sort of disbelieving my own beliefs. But yes. I just noticed that they had less and less gravity as time. Yes, yes, yeah. Like totally. Yes. That's out, you know? Yeah. That's going to continue. The files are going to go through, and a lot of there's going to be a lot of paring down and economizing. Yeah. yeah? Well, what you said there a few minutes ago, Scott, when you said you're in the land of I know nothing. Hmm? You said you're in the land of I know nothing. Yeah. That's kind of going, all right, that makes a bit more sense. That kind of. Well, yeah. 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 Well, that's the greatest form of direction. I don't know. Yeah. Because then things are revelatory. When you know something, you've killed it almost, really. It's neutered. It is, isn't it? When you yeah, think yeah. you know something, it's already... You don't really need it. Well, I've noticed when I was a problem, not defending my point of view, anything like the same extent. You're being worked on, brother. <laughs> what can be changed is changing. So the, the expression vehicle is getting changed because the expression's changed. Yeah. It needs to have a different vehicle now, so you're getting changed. School. Yeah. I have faith in it. It's going to like to stay on the operating table. Don't play doctor. Don't get up. It's going to get great. Don't die. <laughs> or die. Whatever. <laughs> like, let's say you were 110 wiring. So you had energy coming through 110. Yeah, and then suddenly you get an upgrade. Doesn't mean up any better or worse, but an upgrade. So now two twenties coming in. So there's going to have to be a little rewiring to the action figure. It's going to have to be changed so that it can handle a larger current. That's what happens a lot of times with people. Yeah. yeah? So a lot of shit's got to go because it's un- it's not essential. And then and instead of getting it replaced, there's space, and space becomes. The uh, primary real estate. No buildings on it, just space. Yeah? And th- what's directing the show isn't, it isn't a hoarder or a collector. It's fluid. Yeah? You just know what you need to know when you need to know it. There's, no, it, there's not a giant library of wisdom. There's none of that's there. It's all kept open. Yeah? So something can move through. Yeah? Yeah. Yes, something back there. Just what you recommended to this guy about listening to the talks more. Um, so is it almost like that the message would get through in spite of myself? Yes, for sure. The self has got a lot of defenses. It can shoot down a lot of messages. you got to overload it. Yeah? Like people, every time, this happened in LA, happens a lot. 
so there's a guy at the door like Colm is doing today and Rachel and uh, a lot of people would come up to him and complain in a way everything this guy's saying is going over my head so he met me after the talk and asked me about it and I said that's exactly where we're aiming is over the person <laughs> because I learned I'm not talking to you about mine because it doesn't go anywhere I'm going to talk to big on mind about you that has some that has some value and so I've noticed the claiming is so quick it's going to catch it's like a, a thousand arm Buddha with mitts on it it's going to catch a lot of the messages like it's going to keep the lion from getting the message you're a lion you know but if you overload the system one of them's going to get through a little bit and once you get through and it hits mind or raw mind then it it may conceive an idea and the idea is I'm not that and as soon as it can see that which it's calling itself to be as other it can entertain being free from it and that's there's no stopping it once mind decides or goes in that direction nothing that is dreaming can prevent it from going in that direction because it's the dreaming yeah it doesn't take much that's what I'm saying repeat the message it's the same message you'll hear it differently and hopefully one of them will get into the innermost in a way and something happens and I bet you you'll see that you're traveling lighter over time and there it is it's at work it's sort of like a bleeding through the canvas not applying any more paint to it but a bleeding through the canvas so you see the picture form instead of painting the picture yeah you're like a response you're like a reporter of what's happening you're not the producer of what's happening or the director of what's happening you're just reporting on what's happening yeah and the report to me is basically the summation is traveling lighter and then I put a little emphasis what more do you want Yep, another one. No. <laughs> I was listening to you the other day, and you said something about um, that you lose a lot of interest in yourself. And I just thought, if only, you know, the relief of that. <laughs> it, it must be such a relief. And I, I got a tiny glimpse of it, you know. And I was like, oh, God. It's like a total. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's more and more is available, honey. Literally. This, I have faith in this message. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of people from this perch over years. I have total faith in what's happening. I don't think you need a lot. I don't. Who needs to go on an intensive? Isn't a day in Dublin intense enough? Really? really. Why would you want to like prefab an intensive when you're in one all the time? Yeah? <laughs> Fuck. It's all going to reveal through you as you. Yeah. I have total confidence in it. I've heard it, did the same thing I'm suggesting you guys do, entertain it, see where it leads you. Yeah. That's what happened with me. I heard it, and it was like an unspoken yes. Something hit me in the gut, 
and it felt like I it was it was knowing something before all knowing, you know, and it became. And in time, I've seen it now as the last answer, which is a great freaking answer because it negates all need for any other answers, which is really a great relief when you don't need any other answers anymore. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, it just reverberates because it has energy and it is existing and it's pulsating. Yeah. You don't have to throw tons of logs on it. Yeah. You don't have to be worried. It's on. It's incessantly on. And it's more of a dispersed, relaxed way, not a focused, concentrated way. You're, you're walking around, in a way, very confident because it's always available at all times. Yeah? You're, just, you're assured yeah, of a certain okayness, overriding circumstances and situations. Yeah? You outshine them. Not with any effort, it's just natural, it's your nature. Yeah. And then you can report back about it. Yeah. But never as a doing of it, because you wouldn't fucking know how to do this if fucking you planned it your whole life. You wouldn't. You would it would you wouldn't recognize this. If my if I saw this now as when I was a young kid, this would be the re- this was the reason why I was seeking. I never wanted to be this. I, you know, totally bored. I mean, I'm in the boredom, you know, I'm in the excitement that looks boring, basically. It's like nothing's happening, really. On and on and on. I'm in Ireland. This will be forgotten Sunday night, completely. I go home, people don't even ask me anymore, because they go, how was the trip? It's over, basically. Trip's over. I'm in this movie now. What do you get? You can't make anything out of it. Oh, I had a great meeting. I didn't have a great meeting. I haven't had nothing. I've had absolutely nothing out of this event right now. Absolutely zilch. Completely nothing. I would have more effect, more effect if I ate a bologna sandwich than this, which is unbelievable. It's always available at all times. Nothing, nothing has changed. I feel exactly what I am before this talk, during it, and after the talk. <laughs> I mean, really. It was better when, when I was younger in this. I was, used to feel great. Now it's just fucking, you know, just a big empty hole. You know, called Wednesday night in Dublin. Really? Just a big fucking zero. <laughs> But it's cool in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's truly nothing. Can't get anything out of it. I've tried. My head's tried. Can't make a thing out of it. You know? It's awesome. I've I've never met anything like it. And I never met this because I am it. Yeah? There's nothing like it. So... Yes, like to say that's it, eh? <laughs> hey, so I'm really happy I've been to Dublin. I mean, literally, I have a fondness. My family's Irish, and uh, so I know how fucked all you are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a certain simpatico with you, and I like to see all of us travel lighter. It would be better for most other people if Irish people travel lighter. <laughs> Seriously. 
too prone to the drink and the drugs. In, a, in AA in America, we call it the CIA, Catholic Irish Alcoholic. It's a giant amount of them. <laughs> hey, all right, well, let's, uh, whatever. I hope I see you again. Yes, come to the, I'm, I'll upload this soon. I, upo- I uploaded last night to uh, YouTube, so. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll try to upload this tomorrow. I'm doing a I'm a I'm a guest speaker at a Buddhist retreat. I think you can go there during the day if you want. Interested, Colm? Do you have the information about that? No. no. It's Jackson, Peterson. Jackson Peterson. You can look him up. You can go on my website. It's on there, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he'd be happy for people to come. I think I'm going to speak every day there. So it's an intensive. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he bought the ticket. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have come here without him buying the tickets, so I have to show up and see what I'm going to do. Yeah. But I recommend, if you want to see, yeah, I'll be there. Or just get in touch, you know? You can get my phone number. You can WhatsApp me, and I'll tell you what's happening. I'd love to see you. (laughs) What? (laughs) What's that? What apps, right? Yeah, and what's happening. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> well, you can go to WhatsApps and call me about what's happening. Yeah, I'm more than happy to get in touch, you know, stay in touch with anybody if I can. All right? So, yeah.